Is anyone here? What did you find? You are listening to Supernatural Confessions. Good Friday evening, ladies and gentlemen, all all Supernatural Confessions fan out there from wherever you are in all parts of the world. Some of you have been brewing coffee, trying to stay up with us. Uh, thank you so much once again for joining us every Friday evening without fail. See some very familiar names. Hello, hello, welcome back. And if you're new to Supernatural Confessions, please uh, just drop in a message, say hello. This community is one of the best in the whole of the internet sphere. We will take care of you. Just give us a shout out. Let us know if you're new. We want to celebrate it together with you. Now, come to my attention that uh, I've received some message from you guys, even bumped into some fans on the street who came up to say hello. Uh, it's very very heartwarming to hear the comments that you have and I've been forwarding some of the messages to my team and I think that really made everybody's day and uh, it's what keeps us going week after week coming back here uh, churning out these shows for you this Know Your Hantu segment the confessions it's all thanks to you guys now if you want to catch up um, you want to send us uh, just catch up with us or send us your confessions um, <clears throat> the place to go to is supernaturalconfessions.com we are on YouTube Supernatural Confessions we are on Facebook Supernatural Confessions we are on Facebook group SC private group must be the Hantu we also have an uh, Instagram page uh, but because uh, I'm you know not exactly very millennial so I don't quite know how to operate that so if any of you want to step up and be the uh, IG operator for SC let us know as well also, big thank you to all those who responded to our call for confessions last week where we asked for army stories. Uh, the stories have been coming in, so thank you so much for that. So over to you guys. Kim, uh, what have you been up to? I think you, you have something to tell us, right? You just finished the shoot today. Uh, yeah, hi guys. Uh, it's Kim here. Uh, I'm the guy with... Usually, Eugene will do this intro. I'm the guy with a cab and I'm from Kuching, Sarawak. So shout out to my Sarawakian people. Woo! Uh, I, I, before the show started, I actually told Eugene, but I, I think Joe and Sonia was not in at that time. Uh, I just finished shooting a talent movie, playing a part that, uh, I, I am not expected. I, I did not expect it myself. So, uh, hopefully they will release it, uh, by the middle of the year. But if not, then they will drag it all the way until, uh, the end of the year. So I will let you know when the movie is out. Can't wait. Yeah, same. And, uh, moving the mic over to someone who's even further than Sarawak Kuching is Sonia from Sembawang. <laughs> <laughs> ah, gotcha. When did Sembawang become a country all of its own? Today, Adamanita. Oi. Yes, yes. I, I hiked this morning. Nice. I think it must have been at least 12 kilometers. Six hours worth of a great hike. A great bunch of people. Very good to be back out there. Forest bathing um, and all. Uh, what else has been happening? It's been raining over here. What's the weather like where you are, Kim? Uh, my side here is actually quite okay. It's no no rain, no nothing. Because mm. I was wondering, should I be listening yeah. out for thunder again? Uh, not not my side. I, I think because you are further, lah. That's why. Oi! you are not your your points are, are going down and down oh, and okay, down okay, okay, and sorry. down. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> and that voice, that man, is the man who lives dangerously by poking fun at Sonia every chance he can get. And that man, his name is Joseph Dakota, all the way from Perth. I do Western not Australia. poke fun at Sonia because I think she's a lovely person, and uh, I would never do that. Am I right, Sonia? No. 
how how fast yeah, the change, change, you know? Yeah. Behind yeah. the scenes was all very different just now. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the, he's like a two face in, in, in Batman. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about, Kim. I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, right. Hey Kim. Kim. Yeah, yeah. My my back is really itchy, bro. Is it? Oh, it's, yeah, it's good. Uh, it, it help. I just want uh, I just want to oh. take oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh this is this is this really junk I don't know. Uh, you I don't know what's wrong tonight. I also have an itch. Oh. What is this? Oh, this is so nice, man. It feels so good. So good. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sorry guys. That's all I could find. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> That's right, yeah. that's right. It's not from the okay. We already get out, get it out of the system. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Scratch that itch. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna start with a joke we, from we, Kim. Everyone calls me Ape, so I have to have my Ape stick. Ah, Ape uh, stick. Yeah. <coughs> Mine is not so Ape. See, it's retractable. See. Oh, <laughs> oh so modern. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for those All of right. you guys listening to podcasts on Monday. <clears throat> when this show is, uh, has made it to Spotify, Apple, and Google, and wondering what the hell are your hosts doing? Uh, basically, what we did was uh, <laughs> each of us got an item <clears throat> because Joe has this old man back scratcher thing and he does it uh, like an old man. La, so we all wanted to join in that fun. So all of us were grabbing whatever stuff we can get yeah. and scratching our back. Uh, yeah. I want to say hi to Ben Lim as well. Ben Lim says, yeah. Oh my god, I finally get to catch the live. It's so much better watching live than watching again on Saturday or Sunday yeah. as a replay, right? I don't I know. Don't I know some of you guys are scared to watch it on Friday. You know what I do on a Saturday um, afternoon after I, after I work? I, mm. I I actually go to the... I go somewhere to go and get something to eat, right? And I watch it over again. It's like I, I get to be a host on a Friday night, but I get to be a fan on a Saturday night when I watch it again. I love it. And then, and then you look at yourself watching the I do. Like it's it. really bad. When oh I was younger, my goodness. Bro, bro, I hated the sound of my voice. But you know what I do now? I practice self-love. Thank oh, you very okay. much. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. It's like oh, I, I just embrace good everything. Good. And I love the sound of my own voice. I'm not afraid okay. to admit that. My, yeah, my yeah. wife gives me trouble all the time. She says, are you, are you falling asleep to the sound of my own voice? And I go, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. That's not good not for you, all man. of us good can sound like Kim lah. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Not all of us can. So I'll, I'll I, take what I get. I, I, yeah. I'd, I'd have to go quite low. You know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know here's, here's the thing, right, guys? I, I do not watch our own live uh, show on replay because I cannot stand to watch myself. And I'm very critical. Even when I hear the podcast with my, my voice, I get very critical. So I don't, I try not to listen to myself. But I know sometimes I have to because I need to QC the stuff. But it's, oh, I just cannot, cannot. For me, it's yeah, not listening. I, I cannot watch myself. You know, there's, there's stuff that I just cannot watch. I can watch myself okay. like that until I'm drunk. Then I can't watch myself anymore. So, yeah. That's when we so record that's not you happen and so we can again. all watch you. <laughs> okay, so all right. Do Sarah tonight go self-love? Is that code for something else? Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it fits, if it fits. Oi! Come on. Okay, uh, before we start the show, Eugene actually said that uh, he has... Hey, wait. We got another per- another yeah, member that, important that is person quiet. Who keeps the show going. How la? You missed that He put himself out there on the, on the screen. Okay, so people who are watching this show right now and listening to the podcast, Elvin DeCruz is the man who's operating all this behind the scenes, making sure the live goes smoothly. Smooth operator. He hates to be on camera, but we have forced him to put a little square box. So if you want to see who this handsome man is, this other Grago and team, go to our Facebook Live or YouTube Live and check out. Hey, look. Smaller and smaller. 
Yeah, Alvin Nichols. He's a um, big props to the man yeah. who's operating this tirelessly behind the scenes and without getting paid. Uh, he's a CTO of a company, by the way. So he's doing this. Usually, I'll send you my my uh, invoice. And, and, and we're all we're all gonna bill you. <laughs> and I don't want those kinds of terms, ah, uh, 90, 90 days later kind of nonsense. I don't want. My ni- my ninety days. minutes, ah. Uh. What? what? <laughs> 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 ninety days. <laughs> <laughs> you sure I, I'm gonna call yeah. bullshit on 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 Elvin's not not being on camera because we did a live show. He's going smaller. Uh, we, we built a we built we went <laughs> no, on a live show. That wasn't me, together. Joe. That wasn't me. That was a fake news. A, but a month ago. And, that was a deep fake. You know, he, he was perfectly fine. We we hit it off. We 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 did the um, episode quite well. So Joe, that I was a why. deep fake, la. Why? Joe, I know why. That episode that you did, <coughs> Sonia wasn't on the show. Oh. I think Alvin is intimidated by Sonia. It's like it's like that guy from she, uh, Big Bang Theory. He can't talk to girls. She, can't talk she to too girls. empowering. Yeah. Yeah. Raja, Raja. Raja. So when Sonia's on the show, Elvin cannot talk. That's, that's yeah, 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 No, yeah, I keep yeah. I keep inviting him to come into my square. It's like you know, come on down. I, I, I scare, won't I scare. Bite. I see. I, I promise I won't. Hard. Bite. <laughs> uh, tricky, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's yeah. let's uh, let's get on to the show proper. And uh, today uh, I'm going to tell you a joke. Um, hey. Things off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Tis me, tis me. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not ready for this. Uh, Joe, you you you're in Australia, right? So uh, what's, sure what's the uh, the the internet, the flight called, um, the air, airline called in in Australia? Qantas. Qantas, and what do you call yeah. the stewardess and stewardess uh, stewards and stewardesses in Qantas? <laughs> Is there a name for them, like a Qantas yep. stewards? Yep. What do you call it? Hey, gorgeous. <laughs> okay, so I know like some other airlines, like Emirates, they call it like Emirates stewardess and Emirates stewards. Uh, yeah. But for Singapore Airlines, you know what we call the stewards and stewardesses? CL. No, SQ stewards or SQ stewards. Oh, okay. So I was wondering, what is SQ? Why not just Singapore Airlines stewardess or stewards? And then I realized when I took my last flight out, because they will walk down the aisle and they go, SQ me, SQ me, SQ me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how they... That's and a dead joke. Nicely, I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> nicely segueing to a call for confessions. If you are from SQ or any airlines out there, uh, we would love to hear from you your airlines horror story. So if you're yes. quite cool, please get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. Supernaturalconfessions.com. You can get me on WhatsApp. You can get me on email. You can get me on Messenger. Uh, you can do audio recording, text, or even meet up with me and I would love to uh, have an uh, interview with you, especially if you're SQ students. Okay, so... <laughs> That's the thing to go to. Now kicking off the show proper. Uh, hey, what do we have? So today we don't have any of Kim's jokes, ah. Oh, yeah, okay. Kim has a joke, Kim's joke. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I see. Uh, let's let's look at let's look at what the fans are asking. Uh, the club <laughs> says lousy joke. I need Kim joke to salvage this. I guess yeah, the fans are asking for your joke, Kim. Uh, anyway. okay. Uh, the the other day there is this uh there is this I'm sorry to use that term lah, huh, but it only works like that in this in this joke lah. Uh, the other day there's uh there's a midget that in in my company got fired, uh due to sexual harassment, uh because he was uh actually uh, commenting on the girl's hair smell nice. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sonia, Sonia, Sonia still has Sonia's still think. thinking. No, Sonia's thinking. Why? Hair? What hair? Okay. What hair? Man? <laughs> 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 I, I think I think we'll be talking about the leg hair. Can't take it anymore. I just can't. Uh, I can't. Well, I'm, hair. I'm just waiting Sati, for the day Facebook cancels. Hati sakit. Hati sakit. Hati sakit. 
my goodness. Okay, okay, okay. Ah, man. I'll, be, I'll be taking SQ flight again in um, you know, on 6th of April. So if I see you guys and you guys recognize me, please be kind to my drinks and not spit in it. Mm. Mel- Melanie Lau goes, hi, big fan. Thanks for tuning in, Melanie. Thank you. Eugene, what's going to happen to you is that as they walk past you, they'll go, oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's kick, this, kick start the show proper with Elvin decruising the internet. What do we have for us today, Elvin? Oh, we have uh, we have another hospital video as usual. So mm. I can't hear him. You can you hear me? I can. I can. I, I can hear, hear him. him. <laughs> oh no, that's because I muted him. Sorry, I muted that, that <laughs> little thing. Oh, My bad. You. Sorry, bro. Yeah, sh- I can make it small now, man. Hello. Oh, <laughs> Make him disappear. No, don't, don't, don't disturb, don't disturb, lah, lama. Hey, you make him more shy, then he'll shrink smaller and smaller, and then off he goes. Yeah. All right, next up, it's a hospital video, and we have this investigator who's, you know, looking around, seeing what's up, and he finds something eerie at the end. Ooh. Dum, dum, dum. Okay. So this is a, a abandoned, he's working abandoned in hospital. an abandoned hospital. Yeah. Lots of doors. Who works in an abandoned hospital? Surgery uh, room, emergency room, and oxygen room. The door is opening. Yeah, yeah. I assume this is abandoned. I can't hear any sound. Is there supposed to be sound? Hey, I think there was as they as they opened the door just now. I thought there I was sound, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. okay, walking around this place. Ooh, ah, the curtain oh. just moved open ah, by itself. Okay. okay, curtain just opened by itself. All right. And yet the person walked towards the cur- the open curtain. Sounds Why? like just, something I do. <laughs> yeah. But I would go and check if there's any strings. Yes. <laughs> I knew that was going to come out. Yes, okay, let's have yeah, let's, let's have a closer look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that is the part that 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 yeah. just the curtain is opening. Yeah. Okay, so let's if we okay, so because yeah. by the side of the curtain where the curtain is opening towards is a wall. Mm. Mm. Yeah. How would you guys def- how would you guys imagine a string to work in this situation? It's not. Uh, I think oh, logistically no, it's going to be quite remote, challenging. Remotely, not. Mm. But if you think about it, right, how a pulley system works, if you had a little pulley up there, you tug this way, it pulls this way. So, I mean, if you want to rig something, all sorts of things are possible, isn't it? If you wanted to rig something. It's actually yeah. quite easy. You, you, you'd attach a string to the, mm. to the end of that curtain and then mm-hmm. feed it through the loop oh, on yeah. the top. Yes. And then so as it you works pull like, it, yeah, you can't see anything. It works like a pulley, exactly. Yeah. Yes. The, well, someone, the, say, someone say video is reverse. That's quite a cool one, KK Hing. The, the the hospital doesn't look that abandoned though. I I mean like we we have working hospital in Kuching Sarawak. Looks that look worse. like this. <laughs> no, look worse than this. That's, worse than this. Let's consider five star in Malaysia. Right? Yeah. Private hospital like this one in Malaysia. <laughs> Where are all the beds and the equipment? You're right. It doesn't look very um, abandoned. It, it, it looks mm. like it's in good shape. Maybe it's just yeah. vacated or something. Mm. I don't know. Any background about this place? <coughs> uh, no, unfortunately, no, no background. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm skeptical about the way the curtain opens because if you realize that when it pulls open, it sort of like jerk, jerk, jerk a little bit. It's not like one smooth motion. So someone's <coughs> pulling it, now. Yeah, it feels like someone's pulling it, like you know, one, like you know, hand after hand. That's where you get a bit of a jerky movement. And also, when things move in the paranormal world, it doesn't move that way. Just nice when you tilt, tilt your camera and it, you know, it starts to. Just too coincidental, isn't it? 
Mm. Yeah, but a lot of these, that's why a lot of these videos, they are great production. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love it for the production. I do enjoy a, a good scare and a good yes. horror movie. And yes. even a, a, a good a good fake. I, I do enjoy watching it because yeah. it takes a level of creativity to pull off such a short clip to scare you. So obviously we can go in and think, oh, it's fake, it's fake. And then that that ruins the whole purpose of watching mm. such a video. Or we can go in and go, oh, wow, that's great, you know. Uh, and then then let your rational thought uh, I guess pick, you can say it's like it's a great effect or something like yeah, that yeah yeah but, but who is this uh, investigator again is, is he based yeah, who, here who are in they? Asia uh, no they're based overseas uh, this one. ah yeah. okay they're okay. special effects guys right those two which one no sorry I was referring to two special effects guys and how they talk about these things oh, very yeah, similar I that, yeah I posted yes. a YouTube video yeah. very yeah. similar oh. to how we dissect Let's yeah. let's ah, let's also let's yeah. also put it out there right now. Just because you can fake something, doesn't mean that anything of that type is therefore um, untrue. You know what yeah, I mean? Of, we of we, we live in, we we live in a world of deep fake, right? We mm, can fake mm. someone saying something. It doesn't mean that that person doesn't exist. Do you know what I mean? So we have to be mm. very careful when we go. Oh, you know what? It's VFX. It can be faked. Yeah. All you've done <laughs> is you've just said it can be faked. Yeah. You know, you've, you've, you've not debunked it per se. Mm. 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 True, true. I would true. like to see also if some, if really an entity or a force that we can't see was removing the curtain, why would it move up, up From the there? top, right? Yes. It's like, yeah. why wouldn't you see a dent in the curtain as someone's hand moves it? That's right. That's right. Hantu, so Hantu as well. <laughs> Tall, is it? Hantu, this, yeah. this is the real Hantu Gala. Not yeah. the midget. Not the midget. No, yeah, so I think I think I think Joe, what you said is uh is very uh poignant, right? Uh, obviously, looking at the videos, it's just easy to say fake and then moving on. If that's the case, then it's the uh, thirty. Uh, Alvin decreasing the internet would just be a thirty second segment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to identify how it's fake, what it can possibly be, I think that's where the fun is in in discussing this. Yeah. Yes. And also, it's always easier to debunk <laughs> uh, a video that's on the internet than to really uh, take one of ours and, and rip it to shreds because we don't we don't do that on this show we really no. yeah. respect confessions we're just saying what's possible you know and mm. let's just have yeah. a let's have let's talk about it and, and, and that's what I like about it. It is the what if at the, at the end of it, you know. Mm. It, sure, you can be faked. You know, we can perhaps explain how that could have been done. But then at the game, we need to leave that 20 to 30% that goes, ooh, what if that was actually true? Yeah. What if, you know, that person went into that place and that thing just opened by itself? Put yourself yeah. in your shoes. Would yeah. you in that moment go, ah, that's fake? Or would you just shit yourself? You'd shit yeah. yourself. It's, it's true. You can't get to be the hot. See, if you guys are not scared, like say we go into um, all those haunted houses, those those Halloween haunted houses, yeah. uh, you, uh, Universal Studio Halloween Horror Nights, we get freaked out, we scream because we pay good money to scare ourselves, even though we know it's fake. But yeah. that's where the horror and the fun is. Yes. And we do the same thing when we go and watch a, a, a horror movie, right? We mm. allow ourselves to be immersed in the story. Mm. We allow ourselves to be frightened, you know? Yeah. And, and and then when we come out of it, we go, oh, yeah, you know, it was really good. You know, we yeah. feel a little bit excited. We go, oh, you know, when Supernatural Confession, and uh, sorry, the um, Conjuring. Ghostmortem. Conjuring, oh, yeah. Ooh. Right? Oh, that, yeah. yeah. That's a classic that, scene. That's a classic yeah, that's scene. a classic yeah. scene, isn't it, Alvin? Like, you know, yeah. you get, oh, shit, that was scary. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. But, you know, if I see two hands there in front of me, I'll grab the hands and I'll <laughs> hit by the guy. Yeah. I mean, how fun are you as a, as a moviegoer if we go on a date and you sit there and go like, yeah, fake. 
Yeah. Fake, fake. Can we fake? Fake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. get away from me. <laughs> okay, Elvin, thank you very much. Anybody who has anything else to add to that video before we move on to uh, housekeeping? Has anyone seen a curtain move like that anywhere? No. Uh, a, a remote control. So I saw some like Renault, Renault, Renault works and the curtain opens by itself. It's actually motorized. Yes. That's how, mm, that's yeah. how it works. The motorized ones, yeah. Mm. So the, mm. the top would move, then the, the rest of the curtain would follow through. Just like yeah. how it is in this uh, video. Um, Sunil Kumar Balakrishnan said, a little bit not really on, on topic, but ever watch a horror movie without the sound effects? Sound and score play mm. a very important part yeah. in um, in movies. In fact, yeah, I, I, I watch horror. I watch horror movies all the time without the sound effects because I'm doing this. <laughs> it helps, right? It helps. It helps. Yeah. Have you ever I, watched a movie without watching the movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think would be a great uh, a great move to put if we, if we ever create our own horror movie. This is what I'm going to do for your audience because I'm a kind. <clears throat> Generous God this way, right? At the end of the horror movie, I'm going to show the blooper reel. All the mishaps, all the fun stuff, all the yeah. comedic relief. Yeah, I put it right at the end so that, you know, people walk out of the cinema and go, okay, shit, okay, okay. That's, that's, that's not too bad. So you, you know, sort you of want to, to temper the effect, right? From yeah. being scary to being funny. Then you just sort yeah. of bring everything back up to equilibrium. Yeah. You know, seriously, like um, a bit of a sidestep and I know we've got to go on to the next segment, but yeah. I'll be... I reckon if we ever do like a small skit or a movie, it has to be all of us in school. Because I just imagine what would be like all in the same class. You just want to see us in school uniform, right? Just because, because I was wearing a tie yesterday. Hey, you know that you, you put the tie on and you were like moving it up, down, up, down. I just got excited. I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of movie, Joe, you want. Right? You know? trying to no, make no, a no, noose for myself. Yesterday for the meeting, <laughs> What Alvin, are you doing, teacher? Like, 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 like Shania had like a, a tie and then she like almost like, she gillet, gillet a little bit. She was like, <laughs> we were shocked, bro. We were shocked. I don't know. You were shocked, man. I I, I wasn't paying attention at all. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, yeah. Are we doing like a student and nurse thingy or something? Well, that I can be know, done. Man. Just I'll, I, that can be done. I'll give you a sponge bath. It, no problems, bro. Uh, are, are we doing a horror movie or we are doing a, a parody <laughs> porn? Why not do both? Why not just do both? I am both? not. That's right, Alvin. No, uh, no, 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 both no, audiences yeah. anyway. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Cater to the bigger market, lah. Huh? <laughs> okay, Joe. Over to you with your housekeeping. Thank you very much, Alvin. <laughs> right. One. You know, there, there are going to be no pictures today. Um, the main thing that I saw that everyone kind of really got quite immersed in was a question by Gary Lau on Loa, sorry, on the 12th of March. And he says, just curious, which road in Singapore is the creepiest to drive through at night? Okay. And there were, there were about 372 comments. Um, we had Devil's Bend in old Upper Thompson Road, you know, we had... Um, Salosa Road in, in Sentosa. We had Mount Pleasant, Old Jurong Road, and Old Tampines Road. And people were just, um, you know, putting a little bit of stories there and saying there are things lurking around. But I wanted to put it out there to the to the host, right? Um, and also to the to the community. Which do you think is the most haunted road in Singapore? Okay. What Don't do say Tampines Road because that's where I go and stay whenever I come down to Singapore. Is that, is, yeah, Tampines Road, yeah. People uh-huh. think that Ishun is haunted. Ishun is actually the one that's all the weird and crazy people are there. The most hey, haunted what, what estate. Has that, that's real life people. 
Sembawang is so far off the map. Even the hantu don't want to go there. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. And yet, far, and yet, Sembawang Beach, Kampung Wak Hassan, everything is up here. You guys no, come true, here to so no, no, no. Sembawang does not get bad rep for that. Okay. Okay. I mean, let's 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 give this to the audience. Uh, you guys listening in right now, please give us your vote. Uh, let us know uh, by the in the comment section. Just fill it up. Which do you think? Uh, I mean, obviously in Singapore. So if you're overseas. Uh, I don't know how you're going to participate in this unless you've been here. Uh, but for all those of you who are Singaporeans, um, tell us in your in the comment section which is the haunted, most haunted estate in Singapore. To be and honest, you, it is hmm. between Mount Pleasant Road and Old Tampines Road. It feels like. Mm. What 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 are the short stories that you remember picking from that, Joe? Um. I've hit a blank for now. I've hit a oh. blank. I've hit a blank. <clears throat> Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. people were generally going about. Oh, it's very scary. Like you know, you know, there's, there's things around, but there weren't specific stories. A lot of people talked about accidents happening around some of the roads, especially the Devil's Bend thing. Wow. Okay. There's a lot of answers coming in. You guys want to take these answers and uh, just read it out loud? Okay. Changi yeah. along <clears throat> OCH. OCH. Yeah. Yeah, Changi, but, that, that, but then that I saw like a lot of different different names. There. It, it felt like the whole again. We have mentioned this in the earlier episode. It felt like the whole Singapore is actually haunted. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I remember the conversation we had about yeah. that, how Singapore at one point used to just be giant graveyard all over the place. Yeah, right. right. So you see there's, there's Pongol, Orchard, uh, Changi, uh, Old Tampines on this side, Yishun. Elvin's House. Uh, <laughs> Elvin's House. Yeah, house yeah. Uh, oh, finally, we got Malaysia. Malaysia, Karak Highway. Karak Highway. Malaysia. Yeah. Oh. Karak Highway. Karak Highway Kara is, is Highway. like I, even I've heard of Karak Highway. What's the yeah. story behind that? Uh? The yellow, can I, everyone can I accident, yeah. bro. The, the yellow, yeah. the yellow Volkswagen, lah. Yeah, that is the story. I, I, but I felt that that was such a great publicity for Karak Highway. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, just Volkswagen. one story, right? There's just one story of Karak Highway. It's that that yellow uh, Volkswagen. They say there's no other story like you know the, the kid running in. Highway. Oh, no... And they've made so many movies, you know, about yeah. that highway that it's kind of ingrained in all of us. And in this case, what? Any publicity is good publicity, is it? Yeah. Well, speaking of, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Malaysia, right? You guys have a few famous uh, haunted locations. Like Karak Highway is one of them, very internationally known. The other place is Amber Court in Genting. Woo! Oh, internationally known, haunted place. Oh, so you'll find out more about that. There is 11.30pm tonight, a featured story... Uh, from our confessor on Amber Court. So stay tuned for that one. I have to I have to read this comment out. Mm. Uh, scariest scariest road. Road to Kim's heart. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh who said that? Uh there's a song for that. Uh, there's a song for that. Uh, road to my heart, there's a song for that. It's called Highway to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, know, do, do you know where the highway to hell is? It's called Canning Highway in Western Australia. That was what the song was based on. Canning Highway. Oh, no shit. Really? Canning Highway in Western Australia. That's because the traffic was just shit on that road. <laughs> no, seriously. So it's Canning Highway. That's, that's the road. That's the highway to hell. Uh, okay. <laughs> Bit of trivia. So, Bit of trivia. Uh, so, yeah. Um, if you guys do have any stories to share about all these roads, your personal stories, or even stories that you heard from your family, your friends, and it's a slightly longer one or even shorter one, do, do share it with us. Not just, you know, us 
uh, answer the question and like you know I know there's a lot of uh, names being mentioned like you know Old Changi and whatnot. So you know you gotta tell a story. Why is it yeah, haunted? Yeah. Why is haunted? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why is it haunted? Yeah, why is it? Why does it feel that way to you? You know, Ex- explain it a little bit. Share your experience. Okay. A- Edward so, Lim goes. What about New Tiu Estate? W- w- where is mm. that? No, New that, Tiu yeah. Estate is in the west. Lim Chukang. Mm. Okay. That's, that's over at Lim Chukang. So, I've never heard about this place though. New Tiu. Ah, uh, Sonia will know about it. Sonia will give us a lowdown on New Tiu. Yeah. So New Tiu is over at Lim Chukang. Uh, a lot of old farms and stuff out there. People were relocated mm. into HDBs. So that area, there's a new to new to camp there as well. Amaking. That whole area, if you walk at night, it's a very wide road. Uh, lights on either side, and it's usually quite dim and yellow. So it's a very creepy vibe, and also because there are cemeteries in that mm. area. So if you happen to do night walks and stuff, and you're going to those areas. You will feel, you will feel a very heavy atmosphere. You know, uh, it's places like that I need to bring you boys. When so, you, when you so there is like there's houses around there, or is this like no. industrial? Or no, just it's not empty industrial. Lot? It's it's flat land. It's for agriculture. Oh, okay. uh, it's it's closer to Sungai Buloh. It's quite flat. It's quite flat land, but it's mm. used for mostly agriculture. Oh, uh, that's that sort of thing. Fish farming. Okay, okay. Uh, there's a frog Net- farm out there. Never have and I expect Singapore would have a flat, empty land. So, okay. And not quite empty. Then there's a chicken. Uh, there's farm. an egg egg farm kind of ah, a thing out there. Okay, so okay. the thing is, it's scary at night because there's no one around. The roads are empty. The people that work in these places have gone home. So the vibe there, you know, full, full of. Uh, okay. Okay. When we are down there, I'll send Joe to have a look. Bro, we 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 gotta go. We, maybe we'll film you and me. We we'll don't 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 use the word we. You don't use the word we. You and me together, bro. <laughs> don't use the word me. No. <laughs> yeah, leave leave him out of there. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jovian. Uh, we said there is an army camp there. There's actually two. Uh, there's Amaking, and then the one that's across it, and then Sarimbun camp, Camp Christine, uh, Boy Scouts and Girl Guides camps are out there as well. There was an <laughs> Uh, the old cash-in house is out there too which is abandoned so lots of things to go explore in that area speaking of exploration and speaking of haunted places one of you has uh, put down a name of a road today I'm not going to tell you which one but if we have I think about a couple of spots left tomorrow (coughs) we have a classified secret tour uh, mm. to a haunted place. We cannot reveal the location for obvious mm. reasons, but we have a couple of space left. And if you are interested, please get in touch with us and uh, <clears throat> we'll see how we can squeeze you guys in. Okay? So Yeah. Only only for <laughs> Singaporeans. Huh? For outside of Singapore, you will join me and Joe. We will walk inside our house. <laughs> live show, live show. Yeah, live show, live show. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the uh, housekeeping uh Joseph, every week he checks out what's hot, what's trending on our Supernatural Confessions private page and then uh, talks about it every Friday Night Live so that you guys, if you have too busy, you're too busy to catch up on what's going on, just listen to our live show and all the best bits are here in one and a half hour. Mm. Now, moving on to our very first confession tonight. Mm. This mm. one is conf- uh, confession by Chief Koda. It's titled Old Grandparents' House and is voiced over by Alvin DeCruz. 
When I was younger, I lived with my grandparents in a house that was roughly a hundred years old. I firmly believe that that house is definitely haunted, and there were at least three of them that were around the area. Why do I say so? Well, it's because I've seen at least two of them, one an old lady and a young girl. However, these two are relatively harmless. I mean, they would appear and disappear without causing any problems to the family. And most of the time, they would just knock on things around the house or move pictures or chairs in the house. But it was never more than that. However, there was one particular spirit which I never saw, and this was a very mean one. He or she haunts this one particular room that we call the portal room, which was not used by any of us. But whenever we are inside this room, there was just this very uncomfortable aura or vibe coming out from a closet in the room itself. There was one particular incident where I had to sleep in the portal room because a cousin came over and wasn't too comfortable while sleeping in that room itself. However, after this one particular experience, I decided, well, I'm not going to sleep in that room anymore. When I was sleeping in that room, in the middle of the night, I could hear the closet door opening and closing over and over again. I could hear the creaks as that was happening. I didn't know what to do, so I got up, grabbed a stool, and put it against the closet door, hoping that it would stop that door from opening again and again. But roughly, say about thirty seconds after I got back to bed, the stool that I put in front of the closet door flew at least three feet away, meaning to say. They were showing me what it could do. I dashed out and went to sleep in the living room. About a year later, roughly about there, another cousin came over to spend the night. Same thing as usual, she slept in my room instead, while I took the couch out in the living room, which was still close to the portal room itself. Coincidentally, I was watching a TV show which talked about how ghosts could actually choke you while you're fast asleep. Few months later, I fell asleep, only to wake up gasping for air with a heavy feeling on my chest. The only explanation I could have till today was that thing actually watched and learned from the TV program on how to choke a human while they were sleeping. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this I believe this is your friend, right, Joe? Sorry, this is, a... is uh, Chief Koda your friend? Friend? No, of it was no, it no, was no. someone that Kim actually spoke oh, to. Yeah, Kim, uh, yes, the person that I spoke to. Yeah, so can maybe give us a bit of background on uh, Chief. Chief Koda. Uh, asking, Chief, okay, yeah. Chief Koda. There's a lot, lot of people asking uh, why is the name and whatnot. Chief Koda is his pen name. So he is actually half Native American, half German. And uh, I, I, he was sharing this experience on forum and I found and I talked to him and he gave me a lot of, a lot of his uh, stories from his side. Um, he is not a chieftain himself. But he do have a uh, a close friend to him, which is an actual chieftain in one of the tribe in Native American. So I've been trying to dig that part of the story, but he have yet to give me any. But this is one of the story that he gave me. So yeah, that's why the name Chief Koda is a pen name. So he does he doesn't want to reveal his actual name. Okay. Okay. So now you got a bit of premise and a context of who Chief Koda is or Chef Koda, as I had a typo on the YouTube description. <laughs> Yes, it's it's Chef really Koda. cool when I that's first. A, that's, a, that's a that's a completely different kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so someone's asking. Uh, maybe we can put this out to. Uh, uh, I think Kim, this might be a question for you because you're the guy who yeah. does know your hantu. So, uh, Ghost Warrior one 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 is asking, is this an entity? Is this entity a ghost or a demon? 
I I would I would go with I would go with ghosts because I felt that demon is actually more um intelligent in that sense because mm. it, you felt like in the story right it, there's a lot of things that he was actually <coughs> I mean like if we go with the story lah the demon mm. or uh, would not need to learn how to do certain stuff right they are beings way before even human came about. Yeah. So I felt that it's actually maybe they are just like ghosts that actually trying to learn all this stuff. Like, oh, now I know how to flip the chain. Then the next thing you know, the confessor was watching TV and then the, the, the ghost <laughs> actually, oh, I can do this to the humans. So, you know, then, uh, you know, level up. So I learned something new, then I can do that to the human. Maybe, I'm not sure. But I, for me, I, I, if you were to ask me whether this is a ghost or a demon, I would say uh, a ghost because a demon should have known a lot more than... And then, mm. then this little small tricks, right? So, again, yeah. Okay, go on. Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, but I wanted to say, um, it's kind of bad that the confessor actually was watching horror movie that uh, horror documentary that is actually talking about ghost choking human, right? Mm. What if he's what what if he's watching something else like you know, ghost choking mm, human? Yeah, schoolgirl tying <laughs> neckties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I just have to go there. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, you went there, bro. You went there. Minus okay. five points. So I, I do not, I, I do not know whether that is an actual case, but I could foresee that Joe and Sonia would have said something like because he already watched the show, so the show actually put that idea in himself, right? So when he goes sleep, then he woke up gasping for. It's because he already thought like, you know, I have a mean one in the house and now I'm watching this so he might come and choke me. So your brain tell you, you know what? Something might be choking you now. So that could be it. I, I, I think so. So yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he go on hantu side, he go on the debunking side. He want, he want man handle the whole discussion already. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got nothing more to add, your honor. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> I, rest my, I rest my case. <laughs> Uh, so I, yeah, I would, that, that's I all my have, slot for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I would have actually gone with power of suggestion. Can't hear uh, someone. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh. I can. Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, keep on muting people. Uh. I keep muting, man. Sorry. <laughs> Make me stress. <laughs> I think what oh, technical problem. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to hear my. Yeah. If you don't want to hear my my. Reasoning, then that's fine. I get it. Okay, so I was I, I was gonna go with power of suggestion because, like you said, you know, Kim, I, I agree with you. If he was watching TV, it, it it's very easy to uh to to sort of be in that semi conscious state as you wake up and and all of yeah. that. What I normally say, however, because he is of uh, Native American descent, now these people are very fond of their astral travel. Mm, yes. Uh, delving in that realm and and stuff. Could he be visited by someone who has separated mm. their consciousness from their body mm. and astral travel in that plane to him the for 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 some reason? Because you mm. also have to understand that with the Native Americans, there's a lot of. Um, <coughs> Uh, things that they pass down through the generations, that generational uh, stuff, like the gifts they pass within their bloodlines, and all of that. Okay, perhaps then. Yeah. So yeah. this, so Sonia's going with the uh, somebody from the astral travel, a uh, 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 conscious spirit, astral travel towards him and try to communicate. Mm. 
Yeah. I, I'm just wondering because it's it's very, uh, it, it's it's prevalent, isn't it, in hmm. Native American customs and well, it's, it's Joe, very intriguing. Yeah. Joe, perhaps over to you now. Uh, is there a difference between spirit and ghost, or are they all the same? I think that someone actually um, mentioned that in YouTube. That I think it was maybe I'm trying to find the it was it was Sean Lim, right? So he goes, a ghost is an ex-human, and a demon is something that's never human. And I, and I kind of kind of agree with him with that, right? Like a ghost mm. is something that um, has come from a, from 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 human beings, whereas a demon is something that has pre-existed, never had a human body. Boy, but, boy, mm-hmm. boy. The Sorry? question is. What's the difference between spirits and ghosts? Not not the demon boy boy. Oh 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 sorry listen, sorry, boy, sorry boy boy listen boy listen I, first boy. I, I I think spirit spirit is an umbrella term. Wow, Sonia is already marking my name down. Like this, how can, you know if you know if we were in school and in a class together, Sonia's the teacher, Kim's the one that sabos everybody, right, and gets everybody into trouble. If if he's in like the the NCC or NPC, we all have to do push-ups because of him. No no no, I don't think Sonia. Is, I mean, it's not fun if Sonia's the she should, We should all be classmates together. And Sonia's actually the one who's always sitting in front and getting like full marks for uh, oh, uh, exams. Sh- and she's Hermione saying, Granger. Huh? Yeah, she's yeah, Hermione, Hermione Granger. Hermione. Yeah. She's Hermione. Yeah, Kim is Kim, Kim is Ron. <laughs> hey, answer the question, lah. Don't turn okay, one la, big okay, roundabout la. then don't answer the question, lah. <laughs> I think spirit is um, an umbrella term to um, to describe anything that is of a non-corporeal nature, and I think ghost is something that is a subset of a spirit, and mm. a demon mm. is a subset of a spirit as well. Mm. If someone were to ask me what I thought of that story, um, I think Sonia's kind of did a really good job of, of, of talking about that. But I want to go on a, on a different route. I'll save discussions about the Wendigo a little bit later. I wanted just to focus on what the confessors describe in terms of waking up choking and feeling mm. like you couldn't breathe, right? Mm. So why this resonated with me is because I suffer from sleep apnea. So I mm. use a machine when I sleep. I use a machine that kind of like blows air into my nose and keeps my airways open. And mm. I remember before I got diagnosed with it, I would always wake up with pressure in my chest and coughing, choking, spluttering. Mm. When I did my test, it found out that I was waking up 47 times in an hour. Wow. Every hour. In one hour. 47 times. So I could never get into deep REM sleep. So I was very, very unwell for for many years, right? Um, It affected every part of my body. It affected my mood. It affected my sleep, obviously. It affected Mm. my digestion. Any part of of being human, it affected me. Mm. Now, perhaps... I'm wondering if this person is, you know, experiencing something very similar. Mm. You know, when you drink, when you say, for example, if you drink a lot of alcohol at night, right, it tends to soften your soft palate. So the muscles in your soft palate actually get, get more relaxed. And, they, and, and especially if you sleep in your back or even on the side with your head tilted back a little bit, your soft palate actually, you know, relaxes and goes down and closes your airways, which causes mm. you to splutter, cough, choke, and stop breathing for a little while. Mm. And especially if the brain's starved of oxygen for a little while, hallucinations can also happen. But okay, so now we talk about that. Uh, that's a possibility, hallucination, the choking. So yep. that explains the choking and the, the compression sure. on the chest. But that does not explain how the stool that he placed in front of the cupboard flew away from the door. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. 
Mm. Um, and, and this might be the case of, you know, things happening together. We're starting mm. to attribute everything to supernatural. So, for example, if someone lives in a haunted house, right, there's mm. a tendency for them to interpret everything that's happening there, whether it be natural or preternatural, as mm. being supernatural. You know what I mean? Mm. Sure, there might be something happening. Maybe a book flies off the the the, the bookshelf, and you can mm. go that's supernatural. But he mm. might lose his keys legitimately because he's absent-minded and start mm. attributing things to actually the spirit when they're not might not actually be there. Just associating everything to everything yep. to that, right? Yeah. Correct. I'm gonna go with this is not the hantu. Oh wow! Oh, how come? Wow. What? Wow. Wow. Haunting, haunting functions in a very... Some of the things that people are talking about in, on, on, the, on the description, I feel make a lot of sense. We're always asking, what is this? Poltergeist activity? Poltergeist activity happens at random. Um, they don't really... F- I mean, they could follow the TV or not. Um, but they would open door, close door, they move things around. They want to make his presence known. <clears throat> if it was a demon, its uh, presence would be manifested in much more obvious ways rather than just compression on chairs or moving of, 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 of stools. But yet, what we see in the story is an entity of immense power that can throw stools across a room. I don't think spirits uh, in, the, in the ghostly form, the, the ex-humans or wandering spirits, could have the power to do that. A demon, yes. But what is it trying to achieve? A demon always have an agenda. Um, Sonia got closest to this when she says it could be an astral projection from somebody else. And I'm going along with that line, except that I don't think it's an actual projection by somebody else. I think this is Chief Koda himself being a little bit more sensitive to a psychic ability without realizing it. So a lot of this, when he watched a movie, his mind activates and then he starts moving things around based on what he has seen. And we have seen in documentaries, in some research that People with psychic abilities can manifest such powers, moving things around, opening doors, closing doors, and especially so right after he sees a horror movie and he manifests all those things. I think mm. I, I like to draw a correlation with that, that a lot of this that has happened in his story is self-manifestation. It seems closer to that than any of the other hantu that I know of. Telekinesis. Telekinesis, yeah. So if, if that's the case, if that's the answer to this, telekinesis is... Paranormal, but it's not ghosts. It's not a hantu. Hmm. Mm. Okay. I, 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 have no, I have nothing else to say <laughs> for now as I don't see that coming. Uh, but now you put it in that sense. Yeah, maybe I should talk to, I should talk to Chief Koda more and see and ask him, bro, tonight maybe you sleep and try to think about something like, you know, uh, cupboard opening by sale and whatnot. Right? So I think it could be a manifestation of his own thoughts. So if you go and test out with him, maybe do some tests like cards and ask him to, to detect, I, I, I'm leaning towards that he has some psychic abilities. Okay. What, 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 a, what a lot of parapsychologists do, and I'm not talking someone who's done like a six-month course or one-year course. I'm talking about you know researchers and psychologists who specialize in investigating you know psychic phenomenon. They actually work with random num- number generators um, mm. as a function of psychokinetic force. So rather than getting um, um, people to try to move something like this across the table, they will get people to concentrate on num- random number generators and see if they can actually affect the way that these things come up. 
you know, to mm. try to, you know, make more even numbers occur than, than odd numbers. And, and they use that to, to actually investigate the existence of Psy. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's just a lot to discuss about. I think uh, I've seen from the, the YouTube comments section that everyone's having their own uh, hypothesis as well. This is extremely mm. interesting, guys. I think that's what, that's what this platform is about, is to really have this discussion, uh, look at a story in many different ways. Some of it you may not even thought about before, but I hope that after watching a Friday Night Live show, you walk away being an expert on the topic, or at least, at least a lot more knowledgeable of the supernatural mm. world than before. Okay, moving on to the very next confession that we have tonight. This is confessed by a person who goes by the name Smurf, <laughs> titled yeah. Windigo, and is narrated by Sonia Kurana. Wendigo by Smurf. This happened when I was seven years old, and I'm sharing because my older brother reminded me of it. Now that I'm 24, I still can't get it out of my head. This was very traumatic for me because after this event, a bunch of other things started to happen. This is how it started. Growing up, and now I live in a haunted state. I live five miles away from the most notorious haunted forest. My mom used to tell my brothers and I about how, when she was walking by the forest, murders that had happened and about how she used to see things. My older brother, 11 at that time, let's call him D, and I were watching TV in the living room. It was dark outside. Must have been a new moon. If you were sitting on the sofa and looked to your right, you would see the glass sliding door, which viewed the backyard. Mind you, it was an acre lawn and tall trees lined the perimeter. I was tired and decided to get a glass of milk, which was my ritual, before bed. When I stood up and saw what was glaring at me through the glass door, it was tall. Taller than the door. It was skinny at the torso, but its chest was broad. It was white with tall ears. I want to say that it looked like the white version of Dorney Darko. I was about 15 feet from the glass door. I froze. It didn't move. It just kept looking at me. It could not have been anyone else because we lived in the middle of the woods. I started calling for my brother, but Dee wasn't answering me. I started to get louder, now calling for my mom. Her room was on the other side of the couch, so she was there in a heartbeat. She looked at the back door, looked at Dee, and then told me, just sit back down. I couldn't understand why I was the only one freaking out. I lay down on the couch, facing away from the glass door. And Dee puts a blanket on me, and we both fell asleep on the couch. It was only when in the year 2021, I had a conversation with Dee. He confirmed that whatever I saw that night, he saw it too, to every detail. Why did we suddenly bring the conversation up? It's because Dee dreamt about the creature the night before. And Dee also mentioned that night, he too was freaked out, though he didn't do anything or say anything. It was only when I spoke to my best friend that we suspected it's a creature called Wendigo. And when I looked it up online, my heart sank. It was exactly what I saw that night. In this episode of Know Your Hunter, we're going to talk about Wendigo. 
It is a mythological creature or evil spirit that came from the folklore of First Nations based in and around the East Coast forests of Canada, the Great Plains regions of the United States and the Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada. The name Wendigo roughly translates to the evil spirit that devours mankind. Algonquin legend describes the creature as a giant with a heart of ice. Sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body is skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes. While the Ojibwe describe it as a large creature as tall as a tree with a lipless mouth and jagged teeth. Its breath was a strange hiss, its footprints full of blood and it ate any men, women and children that ventured into its territory. And those were the lucky ones. Sometimes the Wendigo chose to possess a human instead and then the less lucky individual became a Wendigo himself, hunting down those he had once loved and feast upon their flesh. Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics. The creature is known to invoke feelings of insatiable greed or hunger and the desire to cannibalize another human. In some tribes, they believe that Wendigos are often described as giants and when they eat a person, it will grow in proportion to the meal that it has just consumed. Hence, it will never be full. Therefore, Wendigos are portrayed at certain image due to starvation. In some traditions, human that is overpowered by greed would turn into Wendigos. Hence, it serves as a method to encourage its community to live in cooperation and in moderation. Other sources say Wendigos were created when human resorted to cannibalism to survive. Okay, so... <clears throat> Lots of heavy topic today, so we decided to put Know Your Hantu there just in case you guys are trying wondering what's this Wendigo? Wendigo, uh, is it a girl called Wendigo? No, it's a creature. Uh, <laughs> some is asking, Ah, <laughs> yo, so sway la, like that. Uh, yeah, just imagine your name is called Wendigo. I got a friend called Wendigo, uh, back in JC. Time. Wendigo, where? Huh? Yeah. Where did Wendigo? Ah, <laughs> don't know where she went to. <laughs> Wendy, so if you're watching us, uh, you, you, we used to go to Shrango JC together. Um, and uh, yeah, so let us know if you're watching. Wendy, go. Uh, so that's the, that's the, this is the confession and a story. And then the confessor also mentioned a movie called Donnie Darko. Darko. Uh, Elvin, could you just show yeah, us the yeah. Donnie Darko character, please? Ding, ding. That is Donnie Darko. It's a 2001 uh, American sci fi psychological thriller starring. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, mm. It's a very cool show. Uh, I think it, it's quite old. Two thousand one. Yeah, uh, but yeah. It's, it's it's pretty pretty twisted. Pretty twisted. So go check it out. I'm not sure Netflix have it. Uh, Donnie Darko, but there are alternate ways to get your your fix. Now uh, let's talk about the confession. You guys remember the confession, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. By Smurf. So Sonia, since you're the one who narrated it, why don't we uh, let you have the first first say on this confession? So the guy, the guy is pretty affected by what happened to him in his younger days. Lived in a house with his girl, brother. girl, girl, girl. Uh, Smurf is a girl. Smurf is a girl. Okay, that was that was never mentioned. Okay, anyway, coincidentally, I called my brother D as well. So when I was reading, when I was narrating that, I went, oh, that was that was a bit shocking. I called my brother D. Okay. So anyway. Uh, 
they live they live in a wooded area mum has seen things uh, a notorious haunted forested area right so at home their backyard glass uh, glass sliding doors and it opens out into an acre of garden so mm. at night I would imagine such a scene it's completely dark you know it's the woods back there and if you don't have back lights it would be quite creepy already so she she saw something she called her brother her brother was in the room she called for her mum instead then the brother mm. also came out and they all saw the same thing which was this mm. tall figure uh that looks like your Wendigo. Mm. Tall, skinny. I mean, you okay, it doesn't even have to be a Wendigo or whatever go. As long <laughs> as it's completely dark out there and it's forested area, as long as there's anything there already, it's going to freak me out. Nothing there also is going to freak me out. Because it's so dark and then, you know, the power of your imagination and, and all of that. Yeah. Wow. But they all saw it together, right? So... Yeah. If it's one person's imagination, then the other person, you will not explain all of them singing together. Yeah, but what yeah. I'm saying is that it doesn't need to be anything there. If it's so dark and you know it's a bloody forest out there, yes, that's already, I, I that's already the setup for... Okay. So for yours, it's uh, the power of the imagination. They see, they see the darkness. No, no, because... I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if mm. it were me and mm. I was living there and have an acre of dark, dark forest out there, mm. yeah. I'd be lighting it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you know, when you watch horror movies, you see like the whole house is surrounded by dark forest, and you go like, "Why don't you just put like ticky sticks around the area and just light it up?" I would. I don't like. I don't like living in darkness. I like. I like lights. I like windows. It's like when I go hotel rooms and all that. I need my windows. I need natural light. I, I cannot stand uh, places there, that is. There are people who can who couldn't sleep with lights at even a slightest bit of light. They couldn't sleep mm. with that. They had to sleep in. Total darkness. Total darkness. There are yes. people who are like that. Then yeah, me. I'm photosensitive. Yeah. Slightest Sweet. bit of light and I'm up. But I'm just saying that in a place like that where it opens up into an acre of dark forest, then I, I'm setting myself up for all sorts of things. You know what I mean? Mm. 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 Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to be... I don't want to talk about this one. This one is just... Because oh. you don't want to say it must be the... It must be the Unknown. displaced tree and twig that flew in <laughs> with a typhoon. <laughs> right? Tall, so, skinny. Someone, someone said that if uh, Sonia said you must be the hantu tonight, we win Toto. <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, um, Key, uh, Keith, Bula. What, what are you calling Who's Kim? Kim. Kim. <laughs> Kim, bro. Kim. I don't know, man. I don't know. Kim. Kim. <laughs> I, I, I. I like I, think, I like how he's sitting. You see, kaki anai. Uh, you see, he marah. He's angry. Yeah. I I I have no idea uh, about what uh, what was the creature uh, because I but but then the moment I I read this and then after that I go and search for it a little bit. Right? I I, I kind of like somehow somehow just parts of me kind of kind of like grateful that our. Asian entity is just hanging out in trees, flying in front of your window, knocking on your stuff, scratching on your window, bearing their breasts to you. Yeah, all those kind of showing things. your yeah, showing their teeth to you. Yeah, oh. but not really eats you, right? And and Native American believed creatures like this, which is the Wendigo, that actually eats you, and they are never full, man. Oh my goodness, I felt like. 
this is a bit a bit terrifying lah. I mean like if you do happen to know that that creature and then you see it standing outside your door, what are you gonna do? And no no time to call medium with it now, no. Yeah, you it's just like, have what, to what's like What's your first reaction going to be, Kim? Yeah, I, 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 I like, I like my, my dog Bobby is outside lah. Take, take, take him lah. <laughs> no <laughs> choice lah. Please lah. Don't eat my children lah. Eat, eat Bobby first lah. If you, if you're hungry, then come back for, yeah, come back for Smurf lah. Tanki or Ajahn can't help you already lah. Uh, Tanki cannot help already. Tanki, <laughs> by, by the time Tanki come, cannot eat also. So. I know who can help you. Who, who? Top Dog Joe. <laughs> of course, <laughs> he's been quiet. So let's let's see what he's. Let's see what he's, let's see what he's hey, hold on, hold on. Before we get to Joe, uh, there oh, is okay. a question from Zen Weaver. Okay. Uh, and uh, he or she is. I think. I think. I I send Zen Weaver as a she. Okay. I'm gonna go with a she. She's Zen, asking: okay. Is there something in Asian law that is Wendigo? So, Mister No Yohantu, is there anything in Asian law that is similar to Wendigo? Uh, not the cannibal part, but we actually the previous episode of No Yohanto, we actually talked of about this giant that was actually the beliefs of Sabahan in Malaysia. Um, it's also one of the uh, 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 stories of the ancients, and this these guys are are big, but they hunt down people to. Um, make their skull into their decorative items. They don't really. Mm eat these people it was not mentioned that they eat these people but then you know I mean like what do we know right because okay like recently I I, I hosted a show and only then I found out Headhunter actually when they cut off people's head they drink blood from that head hmm. before they bring it back to their longhouse I've been Sarawakian my whole life I don't actually know about that until I went to host a show and the I mean, and also people, and also eat the heart and eat the liver as well. See, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm not surprised if it it happened, but it was not mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be, but it's just that the giant that we mentioned in our previous episode of No Yo Hanto look a lot more like human instead of a creature like Wendigo. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah, but uh, whoever that just now caught the the whatever Elvin said, Mendingo, don't don't go search for it on Google, yeah. <laughs> Please, yeah. The, Lord, let's say I warn you first. Don't search for Mendingo, yeah, yeah. or Mendingo this... party. No, no, don't do that. especially don't put a party at the end. It's gonna go on a very dark part of the web. Oh, just don't why, 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 Joe? Do explain. Uh, um, a friend told me this. In fact, it was yeah, yeah. he told me. <laughs> Yo. A friend, a friend. Okay, okay. Friend of a this? friend, bro. I don't, I don't get it. What? Uh, maybe? we'll we'll talk to you off, off air. Uh, uh, later. Yeah, talk Sorry, to you yeah. off air. Oh, yeah, or if your cousin uh, is here, then your cousin can tell you lah. Uh, yeah, Sonia's yeah. cousin is your Sonia's cousin is here. Sonia please, wanted please, to know what the thing go. Hey, I want to ask you about Hantugala. Hantugala also very big and tall, right? It's big it, and tall is also what Mendingo is, or big and long. <laughs> <laughs> but you, know, you you speak what, about oh, Hantu, you speak about Hantu Gala, right? Because um, yeah. in in Thai in Thai, um, I want to say <clears throat> mythology, because I don't want to be respectful. But in in in, in the Thai <coughs> understanding of ghosts and, and spirits, right? You have the thing called Preta, which mm. is a very tall um, being that lives in the forest. It is actually a hungry ghost, so it has some parallels to Wendigo. The, the, mm. the Wendigo. The Wendigo? Mendingo. <laughs> he <laughs> said Mendingo. Wendigo. So, um, <laughs> there's like, like like bestiality and porn all together. So that don't go there. We don't want that. Um, <laughs> Where's my fail sign? Uh, <laughs> big red mark. 
So, so basically, the Wendigo <coughs> is the quintessential story and warning about the dangers of cannibalism. It is a story about the STD, not sexually transmitted disease, but a mm-hmm. spiritually transmitted disease, right? Because it jumps from one person to the other. Now, the interesting fact about Wendigo and certain other spiritual kind of ailments is that they're actually, in a sense, recognized by mental health. They're recognized by psychologists and psychiatrists as a form of disorder called culture-bound syndromes. Now, uh, you guys weren't there before, but I was taking my book down. So I have a book here called the, um, the DSM-4. It is what psychologists and psychiatrists use in order to diagnose mental disorders. There's another one called the ICD-10, which is the International Classification of Disorders, right? And what wow. this thing does is that they actually have a Wendigo kind of section to it because it's part of someone's culture. So it's a cultural mm. bound syndrome. It doesn't mm. acknowledge the fact that it's spiritual, but rather that it's a part of someone's culture and it can affect the way that people get affected by it. I'm wondering if this person who experienced this was A, first <coughs> part of the First Nations people or, or area, or B, perhaps were um, had a lot of First Nation friends, in which stories like that can sometimes enter your psyche mm. and um, develop into this kind of belief. And one more other thing, right? I, I think it was you that made the comment, um, Eugene, that you had one or two, you had about two or three people maybe witnessing this event, mm. right? So, you know, that in, in one sense, I kind of agree with you, right? I think the more eyewitnesses that you have the mm. more um legitimate certain certain experiences can be or you you know it'd be harder to to debunk but mm. here's the thing about eyewitness testimony eyewitness testimony is um there's a lot it's, it's, it's quite fallible right people mm. can make a lot of mistakes when they recall events and especially if two or three people are talking about that case in point yes. right Let's just say someone sees a white image outside the window. Okay, mm. I'm just giving a gift, a white image. If you mm. have three people, one Malay, one Indian, one, 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 one Chinese, right, who, who mm. live in Singapore and love ghost stories, one person will go, hey, bro, I saw this white thing outside the window. The other person, the other two people might have seen a white thing. Then they'll go, oh yeah, I saw, I saw the, I saw the, the, the thing. It looked like a Pontiana. The third people person will go, oh yes, it was a Pontiana. And you know what? I smelled something sweet. And so suddenly, from just one event of seeing a white object outside the window, there's these layers of narrative over the eyewitness testimony. I was going so to the, say this. Uh, it's like a taint. You taint somebody else's narrative, and then you just keep adding exa- on to it. Totally. And I think the only way that you can really um, prevent it from happening is the moment, if you have three people that have witnessed something or something has happened to three people, no one should say anything. Keep your mouth shut. All of them go separately, write down on a piece of paper what they saw, Mm. and then come back and compare notes. I like it that Joe used the three races in Singapore. The Chinese, the Malay, and the Indian. 
and and yeah, others like black me no. don't, don't forget that no, others no, no, no. the minute you didn't minute, mention others no no okay. no, no others. They, the the chinese guy saw the white cloth the the malay guy say eh hey, it might be the pontiana the indian guy it must be the pontiana yeah. it comes to the grago and the pranakan it becomes a one and a half hour long narrative Yeah, but it could be a hot chick behind us, all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I like where you're going with this, um, Joe, <clears throat> and um, the fact that you brought out the book and you ramble some names off. It was extremely authentic. Like, did you like that? Yes. that, 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 like that? Yeah, that, that was good, he that? was flexing all Ooh. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's I not, it's not, it's not often I can do it. <laughs> like I was about to dump my uh, must be the hantu camera. Just go over to yeah signs. <laughs> you, you know what? Um, you must you must say a lot of big words that people don't understand. Like yeah, you know, I went there and and the and the flexitron dilithomic crystals yeah, were interacting the with protocol. the yeah yeah with with the with the the the, 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 the tinfinite coil and before that the Delorean <laughs> managed to do hey, a enough, song. <laughs> Okay, yeah, enough, enough. That's <laughs> a horror story. I'm buying that, man. Totally. Okay, so I'm thinking now, right? Uh, could, could the, looking from the point of view of the hantu camp, could all these paranormal uh, encounters be happening so often that science cannot solve it or answer it properly, and then it just put it into a box? And put a label like cultural, um, whatever you just said, and then yeah. cultural syndrome. Like so, oh, if you see it, oh, because it must be in your culture. So therefore, you hear the, the story enough time, and therefore you have created that form, right? Oh, so, yeah. uh, but that that is very, in my opinion, it's a very convenient way of trying to explain away the unexplainable. Oh yeah, it's your imagination <clears throat> collectively. Uh, so I'm I'm just offering offering right. No, I'm not mm. de- I'm not debunking science here. I'm not challenging science. I'm just giving an alternative point of view based on the experience that you mentioned just now about the the house example. So for those of you who have not heard that story that I shared the last time, it was very quickly it was about a haunted oh it was an old dilapidated house mm-hmm. where we went in, we did our investigation. We couldn't mm-hmm. detect any paranormal activity in that very dilapidated haunted looking house. And then we left and in a control setting we told this group of people that the house is haunted, there is slamming of a door, there's this I think we gave them actual points of what are the haunting that we have experienced. Although we did not experience anything. Yes. But when they went in and we have cameras all set up, the doors did bang. The doors did bang. It was caught on camera like how? That wasn't any of us that was not a string but the door bang. But when we were there stayed overnight nothing happened. And they all said they saw whatever that I made up. So now, two things to happen, right? Power of suggestion. We planted something in their head. Cultural syndrome. Everyone felt the same thing because there, really su- there was already suggestion in their head. And you planted the be. seed already. Right. Mm. Or, or could it also be from an energy point of view because of the collective belief of what they are about to see, they manifest or they empower the haunting to happen through their psyche. Like and a collective consciousness? Like prayers, right? Where you come together, you pray, miracles happen. Or you come together, you do something as a group and you you have your intention or manifestation and things happen. We talk about that in energy and universal uh, cosmic confluence and the whole law of intention. And I'm just thinking if, if the Wendigo, like what you just said, someone saw something, someone said something and because the three of them through perhaps uh, uh, what do you call it a cultural syndrome they then manifested something that's real mm. 
you know, um, Nick Redfern, a, a an author, he's actually English, but I think lives yeah. in the United States. He's written, he write, writes a lot of books on um, UFOs and, and the supernatural and the paranormal, right? He wrote a book called Three Men Seeking Monsters, I think it's, it's the title. I would mm. recommend going out there. We, we, you know, I'm not sponsored by, by Nick Redfern, but it is, it is a really good book. And he talks about the things called Cormans, right? Which are basically <coughs> that collections of, of, of people's belief in something can actually create this thought form. Um, the, the Tibetans have a name for it. They call it the tulpa, right? When there's concentrated meditation, they can create something and allow that to manifest. So I, I would totally agree with you. Like, you know, mm. if three people that were there and they thought about it and they believe in it strong enough, mm. um, or someone who, who does believe in the existence of the supernatural, and if I were to put science aside, could that happen? Mm. I think so. Certainly. Mm. Actually, gonna... uh, talking about science, right? <clears throat> I think the problem is that uh, I'm sure there's actually there's actually a bunch of there's actually scientists who really want to research in the paranormal and so on of supernatural itself, but uh, because supernatural itself is just as taboo as co-fusion or anti-gravity, so a lot of times <laughs> if they want to re do research on that, uh, they need funding, and universities are not, are not going to give them funding for these kind of subjects, and also. <clears throat> A lot of times, if they do intend to to uh, signal their intention to research into these kind of subjects, uh, they'll definitely get ostracized by their own uh, peers in the scientific community. So it's a very tricky. Mm. Yeah, it it took like forty years for even like LSD to finally be accepted as a research subject. So yeah, mm, definitely. That's and you know what? The only people yeah. who can do it are people who have tenure in a university yeah. or are very established in their field. That's the only people who can do that. Yeah, They're not about sure. to risk their tenure. Who's the, who's that guy who founded uh, the, the godfather Charles. of uh, natural 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 um, what do you call it uh, evolution? Charles Darwin, Darwin is it? Darwin. Charles Darwin, right? And yeah. uh, who's the other guy? The, the uh, Darwin and his um, that, uh, Yo, he's Wallace. 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 Yeah, Wallace. Sir yeah. Alfred Wallace. Uh, yeah. Sir Alfred Wallace. Darwin was a, uh, a, a scientist. I think he was he was in university already. He had the um, concept for evolution but he did not publish it because he was afraid to lose mm. his tenorship and he didn't yeah. want to be ridiculed by the rest of his peers but it took uh, Wallace so, uh, then he was Alfred Wallace who was not a scientist to research and come up with the same thing that Darwin did and published because he had nothing to lose and then when Darwin saw Wallace's paper coming up he then felt a bit more confident to reveal his findings so you're right but a lot of people who are in science and medical they are not about to lose their, their job and be labeled a, a tinfoil hat wearing uh, heretic. Yeah, uh, and that's why science have ceased to evolve in time, and we don't get any of this paranormal or supernatural side being uh, researched upon or uh, yeah, you know, having having an answer for. And you think about it, right? Like um, someone described, was it Einstein that took, that that described quantum physics as spooky action from a distance? You <laughs> yes. know, you have you, you have what is called the um, the observer effect in quantum physics, where where quantum particles behave differently when they are actually observed. So yes. what this suggests is, is that consciousness can. I'm just saying, suggests consciousness can have an effect on physical reality. Okay, so I want to stop everybody right there because <laughs> I, I find a gap there, right? Okay, uh, we are looking at if let's say we take from whatever um, Eugene said, Joe said just now about, you know, if everybody could have think about certain stuff that happened, then 
that thing or, or that that whatever energy that feeds on that thought and, and manifests itself into something else, right? And uh, also, uh, Sonia mentioned things like power of suggestion uh, or, or when we put um, the three um, Singaporean, Malaysian, well-known um, English, uh, no, uh, Malay, Chinese, Indian, Indian into a room and then after that, they'll tell a story of a white thing outside and it somehow it manifests into a Pontianak that we know today, right? We will go straight into the last confession that we had today, whereby we have two people seeing the same thing at the same time, but it appears differently to the both of them. Oh. So... Ding, ding, ding. Elvin, go straight to the confession. Different thing by Feli. This happened at around 9.30pm. I was going to go out to take out the trash, and I asked my sister to tag along with me, and bring my dogs along as well, so that he could go pee. I stepped out and something bright immediately caught my eye. It looked like a vertical, rectangular, colourful, glitchy screen. I was ready to brush it off as my eyes just tricking me, and so I quickly looked around for the source of the light, thinking maybe it was caused by car headlights or whatever. But there wasn't a moving car or person in sight. Shortly after, my sister stepped out with my dog, and my dog completely freaked out, and he started lunging in the direction of the light while barking around. My sister said, Oh, there's just someone outside. I pushed my dog inside the house and told my sister to keep him inside and that I'd be right back. When I checked where the light once was, it was gone. I walked down the stairs and called my sister on the phone as I made my way towards to the dumpster and explained to her what I saw. She then told me she had just seen a man's head and it looked like he was just walking by. She then paused and realized that you wouldn't be able to see anyone walking from that angle because we lived on the second floor. She recalled seeing a white man wearing a hoodie and disappearing behind the column. From the perspective of the door, we are unable to see anyone straight ahead of us. Plus, it's nearly pitch black outside, so even if you could, you wouldn't still have any clear visibility. So, in order for a man to be even visible, he would have to be somewhat taller than the floor of the second floor. So basically, we both had no clue what we had seen, and my sister saw an oddly placed man, while I saw a weird glitchy screen in the same exact spot, and at the same exact time. I tried browsing around online to check if anyone had seen something similar, but I couldn't find much. Mm. Well. Okay, so, also first time I'm, I, I, I heard the part where by Somebody saw a, a screen, glitchy, glitchy screen outside the house while the sister saw a, a very tall man. Another appearance of um, Wendigo. Another appearance of Hantu Gala. Mm. Well, Joe, since you narrated this story, why don't you take, take it first? Um, hmm. I really don't know what to say about this one. I really... I. Maybe... Uh, can, I, can we push it to the, to the other host? Because yeah. I'm... Yeah, yeah, okay, I, let's push it to Kim first then. Kim. Yeah, let's put it to Kish. I'm, I'm, I'm uncertain about this. I, I, I kind of miss, I kind of miss the statement whereby it must be the hantu lah. What, what? There's no other explanation lah. It must be the hantu lah. It's you haven't explained it yet. <laughs> yeah, I, nobody actually mentioned it the whole night. Nobody actually said that. Not even Eugene, the, the founder of Supernatural Confessions with the tagline, it must be the hantu. You don't even say it anymore. Now, I, 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 I don't know where this show is going lah. Huh? No, it's paranormal. Guys, so, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I so no next week, uh, God or don't have, so yeah, just it must be quantum physics, <laughs> it must be the aliens, bro. It's okay. got to be evolution. <laughs> ah, okay, so we have a lot of lines now, huh? so I, I'm gonna go with that. It's just that, uh, I'm still gonna stick with, with whereby these things appear to you, whereby it will either freak you out or plant that fear in you, or or it's just intrigue you from uh, your actual belief. Right, okay. Putting just a bit of religion into this, right? So, um, like uh, me, myself, and Joe, um, we are from <coughs> Catholic. Uh, we are Catholic. The first biggest line in the Ten Commandments, what is it, Joe? Thou shalt not sleep with your neighbor's wife. What? <laughs> Surprisingly, I remember <laughs> that is number six, okay? <laughs> that is number six, okay? You must That's be the, the most important thing to him. That is number six, bro. That is number six. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Double A. Okay. Thou shalt not kill. Number one, <laughs> it's do not doubt God, right? Oh, uh, sorry. Yes, that's the one. I was going to say that. That's, that's the first one. Okay, so. Yeah, that, uh, what, what Joe said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, true. so whatever, whatever, uh, whoever do not know this, our Ten Commandments is actually arranged according to the importance of it. As in, the, the first one that pops up first is the most important, right? So the first one is do not doubt God. So I mean, they say that if let's say these things, let's say they are not even gods, huh? they are demons. They're actually tr- trying to create something that intrigue your mind to ask questions about the existence of God. I mean, that mm. is already a sin in itself, right? So would would this could this be actually the work of way? But I don't want to scare you. I don't want to do stuff that would waste a lot of my my energy, perhaps. And I don't need to plan my agenda, like Eugene said. Right, the devil has their own agenda. That I don't have to throw out my whole agenda just to a lot, you know, just to scare these two 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 girls at their place. I just appear as something that will intrigue their mind, and. Hopefully lead them astray. Could that be it? Mm. So just plant enough doubt to question their yeah. own faith. Mm. Yes, mm. yes, yes. That's why. That's why they're like you know. Uh, that's why. Okay, mm. uh, I do not know whether you know this or not, but but there are churches who actually around the world actually prevent their people from watching movie like Da Vinci Code. Mm. Right? And supernatural confessions. <laughs> and supernatural <laughs> confessions, especially Joe's segment. So that's right. Yeah. So I mean, just enough. Not not too much. Plant just enough seed. Yes. To let you straight. But hasn't hasn't that always been the case, right? Uh, uh, people have been saying, "Oh, don't do this, don't do that." Always in the name of of, uh, and they fall back to religion. It's always fear that's used against us. Now, you know how we say that there's so much of that realm we don't understand, and science hasn't quite reached there. How yeah. do you know that in the next 20, 30 years, science does move in that direction and proves these things that we don't understand now? I mean, if people used to think that the earth was flat... Yeah. I thought so it's flat. I, <laughs> I thought it's hollow. My, my, my point is that science hasn't discovered a lot of things. 
So, you know, to attribute everything into two separate boxes, yes, everything that you don't understand is chucked into the supernatural or the paranormal and then everything that we do understand, hey, it's in science. A lot of these things that we did not understand was once paranormal, but now can be explained by science. That's true. So, That's true. is that gap closing? Yeah, like the Vatican was also quite responsible for a lot of scientific discoveries. So. I thought yeah. they were hiding things, the Vatican. That one, uh, nah. Secret, uh, the Lost Ark was there. I, I uh, believe so. I believe it. <laughs> Isn't that in the movie Manifest? No, no, no. Yeah. no but the, the Lost Ark is somewhere yeah, in Africa. But the, but the Vatican does have a very strong astronomy uh, arm over there. So they you do see, now you guys, you're mixing paranormal, supernatural, plus science. And then we, in the middle, we've got movie world. And conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah. See, I, as much as I want to drag the whole thing back to it must be the hantu, we still fall back to the other one. Uh, so, uh, okay, guys, you guys really need to send your confession in or else we will be shutting down the show very, very soon. <laughs> uh-huh. So if you guys don't send in stories and you guys send in like papers, your research and whatever books, like thick books that you have, like Joe have, yeah, we, yeah. we're going to turn the show quite quickly into something else. Uh, you see, uh, yeah, yeah, become debates. Uh. Ah, uh, we have debates, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Or rhetorical competitions. Ah, uh, like <laughs> like for or against? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for this one, Ooh. Uh, I mean, I think some of you guys have heard my own explanation before. Um, how a entity can appear differently to to different people because of the way we want to interpret, or how the entity <coughs> would appear to us to, to frighten us, like um. Uh, Asian would see a white cloth with black hair as Pontiana because this is what we identify as fear and a European could identify a headless woman in a white um, gown and jumping off a building the whole aim of the paranormal world um, is to frighten us they feed on fear the energy that comes from fear the, the ing energy and uh, what Kim said to further elaborate on that as well if you believe in the Christian side of uh, demonic warfare with the angels their goal is to steer us away from God. They have the easier job. God has to convince us that God exists without His presence and just by pure faith and belief. But all the, the, the evil side have to do is just make you go, God, really? You think so? And the minute you have a doubt, that's the doubt that is a seed that will start growing internally. Uh, then you will find things around yourself to have that uh, confirmation bias to say, yeah, God doesn't exist. Accident happened. Oh yeah, God wouldn't allow this if God was real. Um, so with this with this particular uh, uh, experience, I have nothing science about it. I truly believe it was a paranormal encounter. But the explanation is how people view the fear and the horror would be very different. Mm. So that's how mm. they saw something there, but two different things. So what kind of entity would that be? I'm leaning towards the entity being not a ghost, not an ex-wandering spirit or ex-human or a soul of the dead. But this is <coughs> an entity that is able to assume different forms to fit what you require. So this would fall quite into the realm of a demonic entity even. Mm. So... The whole... Uh, I like where mm. you're going with it, the whole principalities mm. and powers aspect uh, aspect of mm. religion, of Christianity in this case, Kim mm. and Eugene. Mm. Interesting. A lot a lot in that. Yeah. Uh, Mark Abel was asking whether if we if we do similar rituals and say for example a game, would that count as something real? Okay, there's two yeah. there's two yeah. two minds about it. I I think Joe definitely have something to say about this, yeah. but uh, I'm gonna come from a from a, a gamer 
a mm. gamer standpoint as well as someone who has dated a girl from City Harvest, um, <laughs> she truly believed that me casting Fireball in Dungeons and Dragons and talking about dragons and role-playing in an immersed, make-believe mm. world is empowering and giving a win to the dark side under the premise and or pretense of a game to make it harmless. Mm. But I'm actually feeding, using my power of imagination, the dark side. And because of that, we broke up. And she asked me, she asked me to burn my, my, my advanced D&D book. I, oh. <gasps> it was her or the advanced D&D book. I chose the advanced D&D book. Good choice. Uh, Good choice, brother. Good choice. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, Eugene, what, what you're saying. I think what determines a ritual from a game is intent. Uh, I think it's exactly. a very big thing. Ev- it is everything intent. boils down to intention, doesn't yeah. it? You know how you hear people say, I'm, I'm putting this intention out to the universe. So if, if that is not your intent and you're just role-playing, there's yeah. no real <coughs> intention of putting anything out there, then where is the power in that? Yeah. You know, like I, when I, we play our games on Monday, like Devour, yeah. I mean, we, we sacrifice goats and all that, but you know... Yeah, Satan isn't in my room it's, yet, so it's yeah. just yes. it, it's just a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, unless you unless you play the game, to actually with that intention to learn how to sacrifice a goat to actually summon the devil, then the Satan might turn up in your room, right? Yeah. But if I don't know, guys. I think you guys might be you might be like you know secretly you know uh, un- unknowingly becoming cultists. <gasps> Cultivist, lah, <laughs> baby. And, you see, and remember, that's the purpose of value, you know. The, the, the word occult simply means hidden, right? So it's called mm. hidden knowledge. For me, in terms of this story, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> uncertain about this. I don't know. But what I like about tonight is that everyone is talking about different theories and keeping an open mind. I think keeping an open mind is a very important thing. Um, one of the you know, Korean Zen master, um, Seong San, when you know he asked his um i think his student like you know what is the nature of mind and the, and, and the person goes i don't know he went oh very good very good don't know you keep don't know mind you know keep keep and for me this is a this is a teaching that in life we shouldn't be too sure about things because once we are too sure about things we we solidify ourselves, we solidify our imagination, we solidify our knowledge, and suddenly we don't discover. The whole, the whole thing about science is that it is about discovery. It is about wonder. It is about awe. It is about the mysterious. It's about how the F does that work? Why does it work that way? And if you don't have that, if you go, oh, yeah, you know, it, it works this way. Mm. What's the point? You've said it perfectly. It's that hunger for knowledge is a belief system. Don't get yeah. so entrenched in something that you cannot believe anything else and you shut yourself off from every possibility. Totally. So what I'm, what I'm hearing from Joe and Sonia tonight is that there could be a hantu. I'm saying science may not have explored that arena maybe, yet. Maybe it's paranormal. So, Argo, it could be the... Paranormal. Unknown. Don't almost know there, mind. I keep don't almost know mind. Yes. Don't know. Same. Don't know. Let, let's get into our what is, positions. Yeah. <laughs> what is the nature of yourself? Don't know. <laughs> don't know. Everything is a don't know. Guild Hui Chai says Joe go deep tonight, guys. Gil Chong says, "Yep, agree with <laughs> Predator." Yeah, indeed. Uh, Joe is quite deep tonight. Huh? I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, deep, Joe, Joe's really going mendigo tonight. Yeah, yeah I went. I, I went eh, eh. 
<laughs> Look at Sonia. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. I'm going to drop the uh, link to the featured show tonight, 11.30. The show is happening right now as we are chit-chatting here. So let's all say our goodbye. Joe, take it away. Um, my name is Joe. Um, and I think my new tagline would be, I don't know. Or there'll be more. There are more questions than there are answers, which is the same which thing. Is, I, which I just is don't the know. same thing. Yeah. Which is the same thing. I just don't know. <laughs> I'm Sonia, and I believe that there is usually a super rational explanation for most everything. And thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kim. Remember, whatever you don't see doesn't mean it is not there. Alright guys, so if you have experienced anything that you cannot explain and you don't know where to go to, Supernatural Confessions is the place for you because understand that you are not alone. We'll see you guys next Friday, have a good week and next week is April fucking Fool's Day! We're going to bring in some of our members, uh, we're going to change things up a little bit and who knows, we might be just playing some prank on each other. Okay, good night everybody, go straight to our featured confessions tonight on YouTube, the link is right there. Okay, good night everybody. Good night peeps. Good night. Good night. Out. What did you find? You are listening to Supernatural Confessions.